Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 440, recorded from the DeFont Leroy Studios. And are you okay over there, Fards? That was a deep sigh. Yep. What's the matter, buddy? Nothing. You're interrupting my intro with that I'm big so- sigh. I was very dramatic. That's like the, I mean, if you don't want to be here, that's okay. I don't either, so it's perfectly fine. We could just wrap this thing up right now. Episode number 440 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. Recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How you doing today, Michael? <laughs> Good. That was dramatic. That was like a. That's like one when your wife does it that you're in big trouble, right? You got a sigh like that. You're like, oh no, what did I forget to do? What? I didn't even realize I did it. You were like, I... <laughs> I'm like, oh boy. It's. Uh, I mean, it, it, it got to be eight fifty-five, and I hadn't gotten a link to start the show. I said, "Yeah, he doesn't want to record tonight." He, no, he... I was, I was getting the music. I was having trouble oh. finding the finding the music and stuff. But and I had a. It took a little while to get the girls to bed. I mean, because you've run out of your excuses at this point. Oh, I mean, I don't want to do it. Kids, the kids don't go to bed. You don't. They wanna... still don't go to bed, but yeah. I can get them. I can get them down in time. But how's things going? How's uh? How's the country club life treating you? Oh, good. Now, why did you ask me earlier if I like lobster rolls? Did that just come up organically? Ah, uh, no. I was looking at the I was looking at the restaurant at the Ritz Carlton. Okay, Is this and they have lobster the roll for for they have a lobster roll for lunch. Did it have a picture of it or just no, the menu? no, no, just on the menu? I had a lobster roll not that long ago at Aunt Carrie's. We went a few weeks ago. Oh, for your end of the summer shindig? Did, yeah. You did the miniature golf and all that nonsense? Yeah, exactly. And now you got right into the apple picking part <laughs> Pretty of Pretty much. Yeah. But uh, it was it was okay. It wasn't that great. Not as good as uh, the ones at Columbia Harbor House, according to Aunt Judy. Oh, well, that's true. I like lobster, but... I never get enough that I want. Like, I feel like I don't want to buy lobster rolls because they're not cheap and you don't get as much as you want for me. Thing is, is I never do a whole lobster. Like, I I do crave a good surf and turf. I crave the I cl- I crave the uh, Christmas Eve lobster. Oh, well, that was just because it was just pure, there. just beauty with just yeah. loaded with butter. Right, exactly. I mean, that was that was probably by far the best one of the day, don't you think? I think you might be right about that, yeah. And the thing that was so great was we would be stuffed, 
Mm-hmm. And if we even if we even hinted that we wanted one more piece, Glenn would just unload five pounds in that freaking right, like six sticks of butter, and like five pounds of lobster meat. So and just good, get that wasn't it? Going. That and oh, just be, shrimp it, cocktail. We'll be ready in five minutes. Go back in the garage, have another beer, and come back. All right, twenty Glenn. beers in the garage and just eat lobster and shrimp. Yep, and the meatballs too <sighs> out of the crockpot. <laughs> the meatballs out of the crockpot. That was a sneaky third best thing there, wasn't it? That was pretty good. The meatballs in the crockpot. Yeah. Is that like uh is that an Italian thing or a New England like meatballs in the crock pot? I think so because you don't see that too often anywhere else. No. I don't know if it was like regional or just uh Italian. The thing is too is like all the food there was good. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't you couldn't not have lobster. Cause that's not something that you're gonna have two days later. No. You had to say, I'm not gonna have this for another year, so I'm gonna eat fourteen pounds of it. As much as I can, yeah, exactly. I don't think I ate much besides the the shrimp and the lobster when we would go there. I'd have a couple meatballs as like a base. And then your mom used to make those chicken wings once in a while. Those are good. They're those like are the, always good. The sticky wings. Yeah. I like those too. And your mom would bring meat pies. Yeah. I never had that, but I mean, I've had it, but I didn't have it on Christmas Eve. No, again, because you could have it the next day and the next day after. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. You got to eat that lobster. It's the best one of the day right there. It might be the best one of the day. Imagine us two showing up after not having been there for 20 years. And just having the Just walk right in because you know the garage door is wide open. Yeah, that's true. Who's making the lobster, you think? I don't know. That's a good question. We could show up with the lobster and be heroes. Like eight pounds of butter and like 20 pounds of lobster. Did you ever take, did we ever take any to go? No, I don't think we were that dirty. We didn't put them on paper plates with the <laughs> some saran wrap on top. And just, yeah. Throw a couple pounds of lobster on there, Glenn. No, I don't think we ever did that. I'm not above it. I don't think we were ever offered it. I mean, I remember you you going into his wine cellar because he was out of booze. I think you were part remember? of that. Yeah, we remember we went down into his wine cellar? He took <laughs> us down for the tour, but... <laughs> That's right. I don't think we had anything, did we? No, no. We no. just went down for the tour of the wine cellar. We were always we, idiots, weren't we? We tapped the keg in the garage. Yep. There was no beer left, and so we were sniffing around. And he took us down to the wine cellar, but because you're in that you're in that frantic mode, because if you don't have any more, you're just gonna fall right asleep on the couch. Yeah, right, exactly. So you either gotta go or you gotta fall asleep there, because that 45 minute ride home is not happening. No, that was always good. Always looked forward to that. I just can't do it. Like I see sometimes just like the already shelled lobster meat at, at the supermarket or yeah. at, like the fish place. It's like $34 a pound, sometimes more. I'm like, I just can't justify spending that much it's so on myself. It is good. You're right. What else is new? Anything else you need to uh, discuss here? No, no. I was, I was going to say, uh, we got, did you see the pictures of, uh, Rhode Island yesterday, the flooding we got. Oh, it was awful. You saw that on Thurber's Ave, just underwater. It's, it's, I just shook my head. I was watching the news, like I was watching YouTube clips on it, on like just the whole coverage from the local news yeah. channels. I'm like, that, it, it, it was, it got me depressed because like they were standing on like Thurber's Avenue, like the overpass. Yeah. They just saw dirty graffiti all over the highway <laughs> and it started reminding me of like visiting there. 
Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that infrastructure is awful. Like you have, I mean, granted, you got a ton of rain, but it's like the whole state floods whenever there's rain. Well, we got, it's the they got t- river. they got ten inches in like a day somehow. Yes, like it was ten ten inches of rain in some spots. Well, Cranston, according to uh, my buddy, got like over eleven inches. Yeah, well, that's a, yeah. I thought I heard ten point two five. I didn't hear yeah, over. 11. Yeah, I guess the official. It could be. That's ridiculous, isn't it? It's a lot of rain in a day. I mean, that's I don't even know how that was possible. And it rained all day today. It didn't downpour, but it rained all day. Did Did you agree though? It looked depressing on the news. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the video was taken like through a chain link fence, so you could see like parts of the chain link fence from the overpass. I mean, it's bad enough just taking that drive yourself, like on a beautiful yeah. bright day, but to just see like two feet of water on ninety five Thurbis Avenue curve, it's like oh, and you know what? You could smell it right through the YouTube. <laughs> That's not a good smell, is it? No. You see, there was like a building that collapsed in probably Yeah, I saw that too. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That was that was intense yesterday for sure. But anyway, that's that's my big news. All that rain. Yeah. Nothing else for you. How's uh, how was the quota game? Um, we didn't play too well on Saturday. No. Oh, how no. on Monday with the Labor Day was there a special uh, tournament? Yeah, we did. It... We we did a shotgun. Oh, nice. Yeah, we had an 830 shotgun. Not not a soul. Not many. Really? When do they start coming? Like Thanksgiving, November? No, no, no. They said in about four to six weeks. They'll start late late October, depending on how the weather is up there. True. So they'll start late October, and they'll be there for a few weeks, and then they go home for the holidays. And then January 2nd is balls to the walls. That's it. That's season. January 2nd through like March 20th, basically. Pretty much. And I think Easter's early this year, which is good, because then they'll get the hell out of here earlier. I gotcha. Well, that's... That's good. You you like getting rid of them. Although, do you like when it's busy? Like when there's more people around to play with? Because I kind of never... like that, but I also like just being able to go out at five o'clock with with the guys and putting my music on and yeah. not having a soul around. That's true too. I mean, it's when I showed fun. you that parking lot where my car was the only one, weren't you jealous? That was ridiculous. Yes. That's the problem up here, though. There's never that. Like, even if you join a place, you're not getting that up here. No. Makes it tough. Boy, the greens are oh, the greens are so nice. Yeah. Oh, I just come I come walking in and I just look over at 18 and I just shake my head. I'm like, God, this course is <sighs> ridiculous. Oh, that Carlisle Maring. He's he's he knows he's, he's a doing. special person, Parks. He knows what he's doing. How long has he been there? Do you know? Just a few years. Oh, really? So yeah. he could be a he could be a long hauler here. Uh you know, and I asked the old timers, I said he's they said each year the course is in better shape. They said that's how good this guy is. That's good. He's got a good crew too. Then I How see your work? buddy every like on Saturdays. Oh my! He's got the cooler guy. Yeah, the guy that we were BSing with on the cart. He was a nice guy. Yep. That just says like he remembered my name after I talked to him for like five minutes, drunk after like the first round of golf, and then like two days later he's like, "Oh, hello, Gary." I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" I don't remember his name because I'm. That I'll have to ask him what his name is. I can't I remember. I'm, I'm terrible with names anyway. Did you? By the way, when are you playing that that golf course? You chickened out, didn't you? I never texted him. You're terrified. Now it's you? too late, right? September. This is probably like according to you, Rubes. This is the best time of the year. Yeah, but he might not be around. That's like his summer residence. Ah, uh, he's still around. 
Maybe I'll text him. No, you're te- you're so scared. Oh, I don't know how to bring it up. I think it's a two year process when I see him as no, a member guest no. again this year. All the guys said, "Don't don't bring up." Hey, you said basically like, "Hey, we talked about going out and playing golf. You want to go play?" Yeah, and then that's where he's going to invite you to his. Yeah, to his amazing. Then if he says, "Yeah, where do you want to play?" Say, you know, I play out at Valley in Rhode Island. It's a great track. Why don't you come? I got a tea time and let you know what time. Yeah, not a bad idea. All right, parts. That's the best one of the right <laughs> That's day. That's the right best there. one of the day. Should we take our first break sure. here? All right, we'll be right back. Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. All right, we are back from break, episode number 440 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. And this week, we're going to talk about some Walt Disney World news, uh, things going on, um, and not not a whole heck of a lot going on. There'll be a lot coming up in the next coming weeks with D23 right. going on. I'm sure we'll hear some news. We'll probably touch base again in the next week or so about that kind of stuff. A little bit of a calm before the storm, if you will. Um, but there's a few little things that, that I wanted to touch upon a couple of them having to do at, uh, what we just heard, the, the, the railroad at magic kingdom. So there is a, uh, apparently they have been testing the, uh, magic kingdom railroad ahead of its return. So that Tron thing is, is starting to wrap up. It looks like that may be open before the end of this calendar year. And with that, the uh, Walt Disney World Railroad may make its long-awaited return. I heard Tron was way out. Oh, see, they they just finished up. They started doing testing already on it. What am I? They're... What else? What am I thinking of then? I don't know. Okay, I'm off then. This is my. We, I mean, we, I have it in here. We can read that next. But uh, as of right now, um, or I did have it. I don't know. I must. I lost that one. But I'll, I'll find it. So we still don't know when the Walt Disney World Railroad will reopen. There was a uh, positive sign towards its return. The uh, The Roy O. Disney engine was spotted just beyond the Storybrooke Circus Station in Fantasyland. The engine rolled forward, stopped for a bit, and then eventually went backward and returned to the roundhouse backstage. But that's some uh, testing there. They get the steam engine going, so... That's a good sign. They're trying to get those things tuned up, ready to go. So hopefully that'll be uh, opening up very soon. Are you excited about that? I love the railroad. I do. I have to say. I, I just love hearing it. Like you said, even playing golf, just hearing this the whistle yes. from the railroad, like that's something that's been missing uh, for a long time. How long has that been? Almost five years? It's been a while, hasn't it? Three or four years. I don't know how long it's been. Um, but they, yeah, they obviously had to reroute it and change it because of the Tron roller coaster, which is now apparently, uh, getting close to being done. So that'll take us into, oh, excuse me, our next story. Unless you have anything else you want to say about the railroad. Nope. So it says the, uh, 
The Tron light cycle run at the Magic Kingdom is nearing the finish line. Testing is already underway for coaster trains, but a new element is being added. And uh, from the people mover, you could see a lot of different activity, but apparently they're putting in uh, the walkway now. So when I was there in July, it was just all dirt. And I was looking at it. I'm like, this thing's years away still. But apparently they uh, are bringing in giant pieces of the walkway. Um, but it looks like it's going to be like iridescent. Like the walkway is going to uh, at night is going to like light up and sparkle and stuff as you head towards Tron. Um, they were, I guess they're actually painting on like the shiny material that makes it sparkle, which is interesting. But uh, yeah, I mean, the bigger story besides that, just adding the the walkway, which brings it closer and closer, is that uh, they have been doing testing on that thing. So hopefully that thing will be open pretty soon. I imagine uh, maybe we'll hear an opening date at D23 for that. Maybe it'll be before the end of the year. Maybe they'll say possibility parts. It's a possibility. Maybe they'll start doing uh, AP previews and stuff before the end of the year and then have a full opening in in, uh, 2023. Maybe they'll time it with closing down Splash Mountain, open that, close Splash Mountain for the refurb. So we'll see what happens with that. But what what are your thoughts on the uh, Tron thing? I could care less about it. Yeah, you don't. I yeah. mean, you'll go on it, right? When yeah, you, I'm sure. You get a chance, but it looks interesting. I don't love the the building, but at least it fits in with the area. You know, it kind of makes sense in tomorrow. I hate the building. I don't like how it looks, but it, yeah, at least it it's out. not like in the middle of Epcot. It's in Tomorrowland. Makes the most sense where it is. Um, and it's an interesting ride because you're like on a on a bike for the roller coaster. It's not just a seated roller coaster. You're actually like on a cycle kind of thing. So it should be interesting to see when that finally opens, what it's going to be like. Staying in the Magic Kingdom parts, mm-hmm. what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Magic Kingdom will start serving uh, liquor, hard, hard alcohol, starting September 13th. So they're called Elevated Mixed Cocktails, will be served inside the Magic Kingdom starting September 13th. So beer and wine have been available at Magic Kingdom table service restaurants for almost 10 years. I can't believe it's been that long. Does it seem that long to you, Pards? No, it seems like just yesterday, doesn't it? But it seems like now they will finally be serving mixed cocktails with liquor beyond the basic sangrias starting this month. Um. So the elevated beverage options joining cocktail menus at some Magic Kingdom table service restaurants include at the Diamond Horseshoe, you can get the Gold Rush, which is bourbon, lemon juice, and honey. And then the Magical Beacon Cocktail, which is Empress Gin, Blue Curacao, Minute Maid Lemonade, uh, Almond Liqueur, Lemon, Hibiscus Grenadine, and a Souvenir Glow Cube. You can't forget the Glow Cube parts. At the uh, Skipper Canteen, you can get the Jungle Bird Cocktail with Gosling Black Rum, Campari Cane Syrup, and Pineapple and Lime Juice. The Golden Haze Margarita, which has Blanco Tequila, Grand Marnier, Agave Syrup, Lime Juice, and Smoked Chili Bitters. At Liberty Tree, they have the same drinks as the other place, the Gold Rush and the Magical Beacon. 
So a few cocktails getting added mm-hmm. to the mix. What do you think of that? Does that do anything for you? No, not at all. It doesn't uh, one way or the other. Couldn't no. don't really care about it. No. So far, these news stories are striking out. You don't really Just, have. A, I mean, there's not a lot to add to it. I mean, I, I can't really give you a hard time, but I mean, why? Magic Kingdom was the only place that didn't serve alcohol, correct? Right. Okay. Now, why do you think? Why do you think they're serving alcohol? For money. Correct. So let's go to yeah. the next story. Okay. I mean, they still haven't added it to any of the uh, like right. the quick serves of the walk around. So you can't walk around with the beer still. Not yet. Yet. Not. Not yet. Not yet. If, if uh, Bob Chapek has a kinda, bad quarter, you just know, you kind of had you kind of had the charm where you know you're in World Showcase and you're getting bumped around by a bunch of obnoxious, loud, young drunks. Right. That's pretty much every Friday and Saturday night with the locals. Right. So Magic Kingdom, you didn't have you didn't really have that issue. But hey, if you can make a buck or two, yeah, we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. It's not that they're listening to the demands of their your patrons. Yeah, yeah. That's because that's why they got rid of the music, uh, the musical express. Be oh, all the entertainment. Yeah, yeah. No, the so, magical express. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that too. I thought you. I thought you meant like the Goya Freudian uh, Society Orchestra thing. No, that no, that was a COVID thing. Oh, right, COVID. I was forget. Magical Express was because people told them they'd rather Uber. True. Anyways, let's let's so, get let's get to our next story. Should we move on to uh, Epcot Center? There's a few news items coming out of Epcot. Let's go to Epcot Center. So one, uh, this is an kind of interesting to me. I didn't know about this. Have you heard about this Florida Blue Medicare Lounge? I was at, just reading about that actually. So the Florida, it just opened up. Uh, is at the uh, Morocco Pavilion, yeah, in Restaurant the, uh, Marrakesh. Mar- Restaurant Marrakesh. It has complimentary beverages, charging stations, and more. So the Florida Blue Medicare Lounge has taken over Restaurant Marrakesh in Epcot to accommodate some well-needed relaxation. Um, To access, you must be a Florida Blue member. You could sign up online or they have a QR code at the entrance to sign up when you arrive. You could find the lounge at Marrakesh. They offer complimentary experiences such as henna tattoo art, and watercolor artists making postcards at different times throughout the day. When you enter, the signage says, come inside and experience an unexpected dose of wellness. Um, You also get a cooling towel, a Florida blue cooling towel for free. That's actually pretty nice. A nice cooling towel. Um, And then they have some drink stations set up. It's air conditioned. They have uh, cold brew coffee. Moroccan mint tea, spa water. I don't know what spa water is. Do you know what that is, Pards? Uh, it's, I think it's just fancy water. Like water with like cucumber and lemons floating in it or something? Probably, yeah. Okay. It's just real fancy water. I like the cold brew iced coffee, though, being in there on tap. That's a nice little thing. And then uh, you can come and go as often as you like. And they have uh, phone charging stations, too, so you could just throw your phone on the charging station, sit down, have a drink, hang out for a few minutes, get out of the heat, and you're good to go. Now, last year they had something like this, and they had snacks too, free snacks like hummus and crackers, but it doesn't look like they have any snacks this year. Um, The lounge is open from noon to 6 p.m. daily, and there are limited wristbands available to the Florida Blue Lounge. 
Oh, excuse me. If you go early, you can get a wristband for an Eat to the Beat concert. So you can get reserved seating for one of the concerts by going to the Florida Blue Lounge. Let me ask you, do you guys have that? Is that your uh, medical no. provider? That is a negative part. So you're you're out. You can't go. I'm out. Hang out there. Um, it's a, it's a nice little perk though. I mean, that's it's a great perk. That's great. I mean, I don't mind. I don't like that they have a restaurant sitting unused, but it's nice that they're using it for something. It'd be you know, obviously you can't let it. Maybe they could have stuff like that for everybody, but it would get inundated. So you have to set a cutoff, and they're sponsoring it, so they can uh, kind of set who gets in, and you have to be a member of the Florida Blue Healthcare. So that's what it is. But that's good to know. So if you have that um, and you're in Epcot, hang out there, get a coffee, get a water, charge, charge your phone, phone, and you're good and to get, go. Maybe get front row seats to see and get good seats across. Well, that's already pe- who who's coming up next. Who are you going to see soon? Oh, uh, I am going to see. Remember, you had one more you were looking for. Yeah, I do. I'm not sure. You we can keep going. All right. Um, so staying uh, in Epcot, we're going to move over to the Connections Eatery in Epcot. Now, this opened only back in April. Um, however, they're already making changes to one menu item. Did you pull this one up, Pards? I want you to see this. Ray Parker Jr. is in October. Oh, is that the Ghostbusters guy? That's well. That's that's yeah. That's what he's known for. But that's <laughs> not the cheese that I like. Well, at least I know who he is, right? Yeah. That's pretty good. Did you see this pizza one I sent you? The Connections Cafe. Look at this dirty slurzer. Tell me what you think. So they drastically changed in the chat here. They drastically changed the uh, the pizza already. It's only been open since April, and they changed it. So now the portion size has changed to two slices, and the crust is a, a thin crust with the cornmeal at the bottom, so like, like a nice crispy uh, crust. And it just look. This looks like a decent pizza. It's got like a lot of that grease on the. Look at that pool of grease. Do you see? Oh this my picture? god! At the bottom. Oh my goodness gracious! That's a lot of grease, isn't it? Oh, that's beautiful. You know that the Disney photographers didn't want that coming out. <laughs> no, that looks good. But that that's that like makes a plus for me. Oh, yeah. I, I no doubt about it. That's probably similar to the one that you had at Port Orleans that you liked. <laughs> Did it look a lot like that with all that grease? No, Port Orleans would looked even better because the pepperonis were like inverted. Oh, okay, I got you. Best one out there, right there. And you could get it just cheese, meatball, or pepperoni. But I mean, that looks like a decent slice of slurzer for a quick mm-hmm. serve at Disney. Mm-hmm. That's definitely uh, an improvement. Just it looks like a New York style thin crust, greasy like bar pizza. How long after you have that do you, and I quote, say, oh, no. It could be real short-lived, especially if it's been sitting under the heat lamp for a while. And it's a 95-degree day at Epcot. And you had a few cocktails the night and you, before. And you, you, you got the cramps going. Yeah, that could be a, uh, where's the closest bathroom? Oh, no. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's a good point. You got to be careful with that. Always, though. That goes with anything there. But especially. Hard that. 
That's messing me up right now. That pizza. that pizza looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, that, that looks like a good filthy pizza. Like what, I would that's, right now. Um, my mouth is watering, and I would literally pay half the. Get your two fingers mm-hmm. and just grab as much cheese and grease as you possibly can, mm. and put it in your side cheek. Yeah, almost like a spit, like chewing tobacco. Like a chew. Yeah. Put it in your side cheek for about five minutes. <laughs> That's all they have to do at Disney is make quick service pizza like that instead of those hockey pucks like Pizza Rizzo or whatever used to be the Toy Story mm-hmm. one, the one that's in Hollywood Studios that has like those terrible like ashtray looking pizzas. Like yeah, the they look, yeah, they ones. look like the old English muffins when I was a kid. Yeah. They used to have the jar stuff. My mom would like do the English muffin, put the jar stuff and throw like cheese on it. An American cheese on top. There you go. Oh, like, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah, this is such an improvement just by looks. Like, I would see that. I'd be in there looking at it, be like, oh, do I want a burger? Do I... And then I see that piece, someone walk by with that pizza. I'd say, ooh, that looks good. $10.99 is a little bit much for two slices of pizza, though, I have to say. Because you can get yeah. a whole a whole big pizza at the quick service for like 20 bucks, right? 24 bucks, something like yeah. that. But, but you can still... get a real good one at Amare for $16. How much was it? 16 Oh, that's not bad. Not as big, but a lot no. better. Yeah, full pizza. Yeah. So, so that's a good, uh, good piece of news coming out of Epcot. This one is—I I might lose you on this one. Do you remember the uh, rumor of the play pavilion? Remember when we did the? Uh, I do, the, and I heard Epcot thing, Epcot thirty-five. Yeah, when we saw Tony Baxter. Yep. Yeah. And they had all those pavilions. Well, apparently, Epcot's play pavilion will not be mentioned at D twenty-three. Attraction is either canceled or scaled back. Uh, the reimagining of Epcot was highly anticipated for many years. So when it was mostly unveiled at the 2019 D23 Expo, we were excited to see uh, the much needed uh, changes to Epcot. But now a lot of the stuff has been canceled and it looks like this play pavilion is going to be on the uh, on the chopping block here. They were going to redo Spaceship Earth. They had a, there was a whole bunch of stuff they were going to do. Then COVID hit. Now they've had record profits, and now they have to cancel everything. Right, cards? Yeah. Um, either way. So it looks like that play pavilion, which obviously wouldn't have interested you in any way, but it just stinks when there's just stuff sitting there unused, and that's just what it's going to be, another empty building. Instead of just turning it into something. It's just nothing, just chopping it and taking it away. Any thoughts on that? Just uh, just why do it? doesn't add anything. They can't sell lightning lanes to it, so they're not going to yeah, bother. Yeah, I think that's what the bottom line is. No longer are we going to have, are we going to see non-revenue generating? Yeah, so it's like all the stuff for little kids mm-hmm. just gets axed because they can't get long lines for lightning lanes, like stuff to let the kids just play around and have some time. Just has to be all roller coasters and big ticket stuff. Because I'm sure that was real expensive to make. I'm sure it would have been not not cheap, but it wasn't going to be crazy. But it also wasn't going to be any rides. It was just going to be like play areas and little interactive exhibits and things like that. Just a place for like parents to bring their kids in, go inside some air conditioning, relax for maybe an hour, and then head back out. But they get rid of that. 
Now, this is a good, uh, another good piece of news at Epcot is the cultural representatives are back at Epcot. So the uh, the workers or the college students, whatever yeah. from the countries around Epcot, are starting to come back. Yeah, which we is noticed great. it at Le Chef de France a couple weeks ago. It was fantastic. Okay. It was fantastic. Yeah, because when we were there in July, it was very jarring that they mm-hmm. weren't. Because that was the first time I had been in the parks since COVID before all the changes. And like walking around the Japan Pavilion and just seeing like seeing Bob Smith. Yeah, that was a little jarring. And now all the like all of them, you, you're used to just checking in at Rose and Crown and having the girl have a British accent. And just Instead, me being an absolute disaster. For well, like that's it depends. Yeah. Four hours. Yeah, and that was gone, but that's starting to come back. So that's a good thing. Um, so there's, yeah, I mean, it's just, they're all, they just are starting to come back and over time it'll get back to where it was, which is great. That's one of the best parts of World Showcase in Epcot was going around and talking to the people, especially like with the kids when they would do like the, the little stations, all the kid caught stuff at each country, you could stop and you'd have a, someone from that country there and they'd you know, say hello in their language and write the, you know, it was just a different, unique experience that was gone for a while. And I'm glad to see that it's coming back. And as someone who goes and like, you notice those kind of things, you said it does make a difference actually having a French waiter or waitress when you're eating at Chef de France, Mm -hmm. as opposed to having like Eugene from St. Louis, Missouri waiting on you. So that's a good thing. And that'll be nice, especially for what the uh, the holidays coming up too, because that's a good part when they start doing that with the uh, the storytellers and everything. Oh, no doubt. So I'm glad that's back. It's good to know. The last bit of news I have is this is something that uh, they were working on when I was there as well, but it looks like the new mm-hmm. Boardwalk Deli is now open at Disney mm-hmm. Springs. So uh, the Boardwalk Bakery has officially transitioned into the Boardwalk Deli. They still have bakery stuff there, but they have more food options, which is good. They have um, a muffaletta, a veggie crunch muffaletta, which is a vegan option. has pickled root vegetables, olive vegetable tampanade. Um, but there's, I mean, there's tons of stuff, a lot of sandwiches. Cause you used to go to that place because it was on the, uh, just on the boardwalk, you'd be walking by mm-hmm. and you'd go in and you're like, Oh, all they have is cupcakes and, and cookies. It's not really what you want. Like sometimes you just want to swing in and have something savory, but now they, uh, it has definitely turn the corner where they still have a lot of that stuff but now i mean there's some new york style like deli sandwiches they have an everything bagel sandwich with eggs sausage and cheese a bagel breakfast sandwich with bacon caramelized onions and cheese um for lunch and dinner they have the italian sub 
which has capicola, sopraceta, and pepperoni with provolone, arugula, tomato, arugula pesto, and mayonnaise on fresh baked ciabatta bread. The warm pastrami Reuben. Generous rolls of thin sliced warm pastrami topped with sauerkraut, Swiss cheese, and Thousand Island dressing on marble rye, which looks fantastic. Um, that veggie crunch muffalata, roasted chicken sandwich, a grilled cheese with tomato soup. And uh, you could get in-house made pickles to go with it. And, of course, all the bakery options as well. So looks like it's a uh, that's a nice addition. If you're just taking a little break from Epcot, walking around the boardwalk, and you want a sandwich. Sounds like a good place to to stop in. Nothing really too big change. Like the aesthetically, it looks the same. They just added a few things inside. But more food options is always good in my book. I don't know about you. What are your thoughts on that? Is this something you go out of your way to try, or if you just happen to be like hanging out in the area, you might get an Italian sandwich. It's not a bad option because you get, you get tired of the typical. You still want a burger every time you go, you know, and and to maybe get something like a nice fresh sandwich. I'll tell you what, that one at a Primo Piatto at the Riviera. I had that Italian sandwich there. That messed me up. That was good. Yeah. So if this is on par with that type, uh, it's going to be good. That Italian sandwich was solid. And these look good. That Reuben looks really good. Mm-hmm. Especially then, if they have some nice soups, which I would hope they would. Well, I mean, they at least have the tomato soup with the grilled cheese. I don't know mm-hmm. if they have a lot of other stuff, but maybe they do. It's a good thing, though. More more uh, menu choices is always a good thing. But that's, that's really it. I don't have any I other... S- uh, I sent you one more. Menu. Oh, you did? Oh, I see that. I, I, I just sent you one more. Look at this. What is this? That's the Cake Bake Shop. And where the, where, what's Talking this about, about food, that's going over to e, the ESPN Club. Oh, that's what's going to be there instead? Yeah. The Cake Bake Shop. That's quite a, quite a uh, 180 from what it used to be, huh? Yeah, quite a bit. Restaurants and reservations. The Broad Ripple Village. What is this? Caramel City Center. Expected so they to have open a, in 2023. So they have a couple of. Uh, they have a couple restaurants. Inside this, okay. Um, but it looks like it looks way too ha- fancy. It looks way too fancy, but it looks like they're going to have um, afternoon tea. Yeah, that's. It, it reminds me of like the Grand Floridian. And I'm looking at the sandwiches, and it look mm-hmm. they got the crunk the crock monsieur. Yep. Uh, chicken salad, salad croissant, which sounds yep. great. The tuna salad sandwich. Turkey and Gruyere, ham and brie. Crab cakes, forty eight bucks. That's a, that's quite a uh, jump up from the sandwiches. Got some quiche. It's not bad. It's it seems a little not my style looking at the pictures and stuff it's very i don't know girly yeah but they do have the afternoon tea the caramel city center that's a different different place right that just desserts oh they have a savory menu as well that one's a little cheaper it looks like a lot of the same stuff 
I think 12, the food sounds fantastic. 12-layer club sandwich. Three slices of toasted country bread layered with thinly sliced French ham, avocado, tomatoes, smoked bacon, turkey, spinach, gruyere, Dijon, and our homemade basil aioli served with French fries. $26. It's a higher-end kind of one credit is what it looks like. Couple fifty dollar entree, a steak uh-huh. frites for forty eight, crab cakes for forty eight, roast salmon for thirty eight, chicken piccata twenty six. But you can also get an eighteen dollar sandwich, sixty dollar charcuterie board. That's that's up there. French onion soup parts, two sizes, ten dollars or sixteen dollars. I mean, you got to go with the large, right? Of course. Soup of the day. Chicken on I mean it sounds it sounds really good. It just definitely does not look like you want to be walking in with your muscle shirt and your cutoff jeans going no. in there. It looks very fancy. Could just be the website though. But I'm like even even the sweets and the cakes in the pies. Yeah. I didn't even look at the sweets, but I'm sure it's all good stuff. That's very interesting. Is this now is this an outside company running this because this isn't a disney website you shared with me here yeah no it's an outside it's an outside company i didn't i didn't recognize the uh the woman who started this yeah oh the cakes are only 115 dollars. that's not too bad yeah but i'm sure they're not selling full cakes there well you can buy it a full cake but yeah i'm sure you can get slices too but that's crazy full cake Pies for seventy dollars. Holy smokes! Don't you wonder what a, what what that tastes like? I mean, it, looks it can't good. be that good. It can't be that much better than a fifteen dollar pie, though. Uh, okay, I'll I'll give you that. I don't I don't eat that stuff. I'm sure it's delicious. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't. I mean, if you can get a slice of it for twelve dollars or something, I I'll do that. But I can't I can't spend a hundred something dollars on a on a cake. But the dessert menu probably has slices of it there. Yeah. It's not just apple crumble pie, thirteen dollars. Yeah, so you get a, a butterscotch pie paper. for twelve, chocolate peanut butter mousse pie, Georgia yeah. pecan. No, that's yeah, that's something I would definitely do. I try those for twelve. Some cheesecakes. You know, you know what, you know what I like about this. I think it's real. When I first heard about it, I thought it was weird. But the location is perfect because you have so many great resorts with so many great restaurants. Yeah. And so many people are just so full after they've had their meals and they might say, you know what? Let's go over there in two hours. Yeah. And let's walk around the boardwalk and then go over there and have a piece of cake and a cup of coffee and call it. Oh, a you night. know what else, though? The, di- the desserts at Disney kind of stink. Mm-hmm. They're all the same at all the places. There's two options on like there's not stuff for everybody. You're getting a creme brulee, you're getting something with like yeah. strawberries Chocolate and cake. blueberries, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Now you have a hundred options here at this place. So you could actually go for dessert, like you said. Right. Just, go Just get dessert. Yeah. Which they don't have like anything like that. So that's interesting. And it fits in good with the resort, way better than ESPN. It- it fits in perfectly for that. For the, it just, would fit in at Grand Floridian. Not just as well, board, but yeah, it, it would in fit there. in perfectly. Yeah. No, that's good. I didn't even uh, I didn't know about that. So next year, that's open, and they're currently doing the construction there. That should be very interesting. My philo- my take is you can't have enough foofy places. Yeah, I guess that's me. true. Yeah, 
it has a decent kids menu too. I noticed that different had like buttered noodles and things a little outside the ordinary that you usually get at Disney. So definitely interesting. I like seeing that. That's a good thing. Thank you for passing that along, Pards. Uh, you know, and I'm just trying to add a little value to our podcast. I appreciate season. that. Is there anything else that you would uh, like to add here? Negative. All right. Should we take our second break? Sure. All right. We'll be right back. Remember me. Though I have to say goodbye, remember me. Don't let it make you cry. For even if I'm far away, I hold you in my heart. I sing a secret song to you each night we are apart. Remember me. Though I have to travel far, remember me. Each time you hear a sad guitar, know that I'm with you the only way that I can be. Until you're in my arms again, remember me. All right, we are back from break, episode number 440 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. Do you know what movie that's from, Pars? Oh, God, no. Coco, have you watched that? No. That's a good one. I think you would like it. It's got good okay. music. It's It has a lot of like that mariachi cobra style music. They actually play some of the songs from it. Mariachi Cobra in the Mexico Pavilion. It's a good one. I I played that because I saw they have a character at Disneyland from Coco and people are losing their mind because he's singing the song in like the full like uh, skeleton costume. And people are all all bent out of shape because Walt Disney World took away like a bunch of the special characters for the Halloween party and Disneyland added like five or six ones that everyone likes. It makes me laugh when people get all upset about the characters. I'm sure that is not on your radar whatsoever. Typically not, no. But I just like seeing people lose their minds over stuff when they get mad because they don't get the same things on both coasts. It's not how it works, does it? No. I have a question for you. Go ahead. What's going on with uh, YouTube? What do we got coming up? Oh, you you want? I'm gonna put up the uh, miniature golf. Oh, okay, that's coming up. Yeah. All right, that sounds good. That's this week. And where can we find that? YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. That's correct. So that'll be a good one. Epic mini golf. I know why you're delaying because you you may not have come out on top, and I think you're under protest. You're still sending out to the rules officials for an official scoring. Is that part of the the delay in this? Yeah, because the scoring was off. You were off with the scoring. It was off a little. So bit. I thought I had I was one down. I had to keep grinding, but you were one down. I never had the the uh, the so deficit was never wrong. Just the total score was wrong. Yeah, you're so full of it. Uh-huh, well, yeah, you could, you could follow along. Every shot was recorded. So yeah, mm-hmm. every single yeah. You shot. didn't edit anything out. You told me it took you six hours to edit that stupid. Well, thing. it did, but I didn't edit out any shots. Every shot is there. But that was the best one of the day. Listen to this. 
What's that? Snickerdoodle Cheesecake Bar. Mm. I don't like Snickerdoodle. Oh, I love Snickerdoodle. It's one of the only cookies I like. It's one of my least favorite things. Well, that could be the best Mm. one of the day. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, go to our YouTube page. YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. You can find us on all your social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WDWBTG. You can visit our website, WDWBTG.com. You can email the show, info at WDWBTG.com. Mike at WDWBTG.com and Gary at WDWBTG.com. Did I forget anything there, partner? Uh, No. No? No. Anything else you want to add here? Should we uh, bring it to a close? Bring it home, parts. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 440 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. M-O-R-E.